and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts, Greg. No, Greg's not here. <laughs> so where is that's Greg? a bad oh. habit. Mike and Shaft. Yeah. <laughs> Crap. Um, yeah. Try to do a show and the man disappears. Yeah. Where, is it, where is Greg tonight? Greg, uh, if the clock is right and he wasn't lying, Greg is making his way home from the Comic Con in San Diego. So he's visiting. He's, he's still up there uh, schmoozing with those folks with uh, all the studio folks and everything over at those things. Eh? I, I don't know if he's schmoozing with anybody. All right. So oh. I'm already. We're already getting feedback that uh, we're sounding like mice. So the live stream. Uh, we'll try again next time. All right. So I'm closing that down. So much for streaming that live. Piece of crap. <laughs> right now we're batting 50% on that. Uh, oh, that's still better than uh, most baseball batters can do. So. True, but still. 500 puts you in the, in the uh, slugger league. All right, let me just... Uh, never mind. Check. Right. I'm just let the people know. Never, never. I guess never mind's two words. Never mind. Yeah, never mind's two words. On the stream. Check. Diffic. I call tease. All right. That goes okay. All right, well, so forget uh, forget Greg, because, you know, he ran off to some event that's barely Disney-related. Well, I was just going to say, you know, you have to be schmoozing with somebody, because those tickets were sold out months ago. I couldn't get over there if I wanted to. But, well, I mean, you couldn't get over there. He has to know somebody to be getting these tickets, so. True. Oh, well. Um, but let's uh, let's clue people in as to why you sound like you're on the phone. Why am I sounding like I'm? Because I am on the phone. I'm long distance live via satellite, or at least the internet. <laughs> I'm in Florida right now. You're in Florida. More specifically, Walt, Walt, Walt Disney World. I'm right? along. Right. I'm here at the shores of Crescent Lake. Uh, looking over uh, Stormalong Bay at the Disney Yacht and Beach Club. Nice, nice. And let me so, just let me just say that I'm glad for you that that uh, you're able to get back there and actually have an update as to what's going on. What was the last time you were there? Uh, last time I was here was 2003, seven years ago. All right. So how old were the kids so has, in 2003? How old were the kids in 2003? The, the, kid, the kids at that time were, uh, uh, one was just, Spencer was just about ready to turn four, and the other one was six. Okay, so let's say four so, and six. So now right. <laughs> they're 11 and 13. Right. Now, did they stick with you, or did they want to go explore? Uh, they've done a little bit of exploring on their own, not too much, um... They have, 
kind of stuck pretty close to things. In fact, it's, it's kind of funny. The wife and I have been trying to push them away at times. They've been kind of wanting to hang on to us. Uh, just unfamiliar territory. It's just a back home at Disneyland. Uh, it would, they'd be gone in a flash. Okay. But uh, I think it's just a little bit of the unfamiliarity with the place, yeah. So you're staying at the Aunt Beach Club on, uh, on the Yacht Club side, right? Right. Okay, so right. Uh, we have to assume that you got some sort of cast member deal? Yes, did get a cast member deal, and I got even a little bit of a deal on top of that because of a scheduling conflict that took place. Uh, I was at uh, uh, one hotel at their price, and they moved me over to the Yacht Club for the same price. Okay. So I... I ended up getting a little bit of an extra discount being at the Yacht Club. But I was glad to come here because, admittedly, um, you know, I was uh, listening to some of our old shows when we were talking about, uh, when you and Greg were both talking about your visits out here. I was listening to uh, some of Greg's comments. And, yes, I pulled out Brian McDaniel's book, <laughs> uh, WDW, The Final Report. Full report. And I was reading some of the commentary. The full report. The full report. I was reading some of the commentary that uh, Greg had mentioned in there, and Brian had also mentioned about the uh, Beach Club. And, you know, previous visits, uh, you know, I've, I've mentioned where I've stayed before, which has been the Wilderness uh, Lodge, uh, Polynesian Resort, uh, and twice over in uh, the uh, village area, over what used to be the Grosvenor Resort. Uh, it has a different name. I can't remember what it is now, but it's a different name than Grosvenor. But, you know, I wanted to try something new. I wanted to try something different. I was so tempted to go to uh, uh, back to the Wilderness Lodge because that's where my wife really enjoyed it, and it's a little bit closer to the Magic Kingdom. It's right there on Bay Lake. But I did want to try something a little different. I, I wanted to try a different experience. So, you know, picked out uh, different places around here, and, Lo and behold, we're at the Yacht Club, so it's been kind of cool. It's been kind of nice being out here. What was your original choice? The original choice, I I was going to go back to the Polynesian. No, we actually originally <laughs> went over to the Beach Club. We went to the Beach Club side. Okay. And it was a little bit less over there, um, but they ended up moving us over to the Yacht Club. So that was the original choice. Oh. I gotta, okay, but st- same complex then. You know, It's not like you got moved from... The pop century or something. No, no, no. I think, no, I think that would have been really cool. I was, I almost went over to pop century just so we can get the second room to get rid of the kids, but so far <laughs> it's worked out. So. <laughs> the one, the one, the one big thing is um, with pop century is they only had the double beds. They didn't have any queen size beds, and I'm kind of a big guy. And after you know sleeping on a king size bed, going to a double especially when you're with your spouse. Yes. Uh, you end up, one of you kicks the other off the bed half the time. So uh, the queen-size bed was a major reason why we chose this area here. Okay, so first time back in seven years, uh, did, you, did you take a red-eye? Did you take a normal airplane ride? Took a day flight. Okay. I tried to get a red-eye. Could not find a red... Well, let me back up a little bit. Uh, I was checking every airport 
that's in the local vicinity because trying to find one, a red eye, so I can get here so we can arrive in Orlando in the morning. And two, of course, you know, trying to get the cheaper rates from the different from the different airports. The cheapest one ended up being a regular day flight coming out of Palm Springs. And before anybody says Palm Springs is a heck of a long ways from Anaheim, yes, I have family, or I should say, uh, my wife's family lives out that direction. So it even made it a little easier for us to be able to drive out, leave the car at their place, and have them just take us to the airport. So that was one of the reasons we also stayed at Palm Springs. But we ended up getting a day flight. Uh, left at 11 o'clock California time. Uh, got out here at 10 o'clock in the, at night um, Florida time. Okay. Which was, I got to admit, was a little disappointing because uh, I did schedule the, uh, what is it, the uh, Magic... Magical uh, Express, uh-huh. Magic Express. However, doesn't work fully after 10 p.m. So we have to go collect our own bags and take them down to the bus. And then we just, it, it's still nice to be able to just jump on the bus. But uh, like in Brian's book, they say it's 40 to 70 minutes, and all of his time it's always been 70. Um, it was about an hour. We had to, we got in at right at just before 10 o'clock, and we didn't get to the hotel until about a quarter about 11 o'clock, quarter after 11. So it was about an hour. But you had your own bags. Okay. We had our own bags. Yeah, uh, we didn't have the bags magically show up at our hotel because we had to go collect them ourselves, and then we had to carry them to our own room. Well, let me tell you something. I've arrived in Orlando at 6 p.m., 7 p.m. local time, okay? And um, my bag not show up to my room till like, midnight. So (laughs) sometimes it's it's just as good to... Well, the worst thing is, is our flight going back home again. Trying to get a inexpensive flight, and since now we took off out of Palm Springs, it really would be nice to show back up at Palm Springs, which yep. we're going to. So you can collect your automobile. Turned out to be the, exactly. Turned out to be the cheapest flight once again, but the uh, flight, I was hoping to get like an afternoon flight, come home at night. Yep. No, the flight leaves Orlando at 7 a.m., which oh. means we have to leave the hotel at 4 Yeah, I've done that. A.m. Yes. And we'll be home by 10.30 yeah, in the a, morning. Yeah, it sucks. California time. Yeah, I've done that. So, you know, it's it's not so terribly bad because with all that, uh, you know, we get to come home, we get back to our house, we can even, you know, go pick up the dogs, do the dogs staying over at the, uh, you know, Pet Smart Pets Hotel. So that was a little plug there. I expect to check from Pet Smart soon. Yeah. Um, so... You know, we get to pick up the dog there a day early. Instead of having to wait until uh, Thursday, we'll be able to pick him up that afternoon. All right, so. So. All right, so you're staying at the, the Yacht Club side. What was the first park you visited? First park we visited. Okay. You got to remember, like you like we were talking about, the kids when they were here the last time, seven years ago, uh, my daughter had just got finished the first grade. This is the summer before my son starts kindergarten. Okay. So 
they, my daughter remembers little bits and pieces, more so from the pictures that she's seen. My son doesn't remember anything. So this this time, this is really for their benefit um, on, on this trip. And there's a whole story that goes behind that I'll get into later. But we had to go to the Magic Kingdom first. I mean, that's, that was the start of everything. We had to go there. I had to take them on to Main Street so we can have... So, I, you know, I've been telling them Main Street and the Magic Kingdom is amazing. They've grown up around Disneyland. They've seen it, but Main Street at the Magic Kingdom is two city blocks long. I mean, it is a big street. The buildings... We have two-story buildings in Town Square, but they, because of course perspective, they get smaller as you go up the street. Not noticeably, but I mean, they still look tall, but they are smaller. They don't have a second floor on Main Street at the Magic Kingdom. Every building, two floors, some of them with three. Uh, and then, of course, you get down, uh, <laughs> this was a great thing. I had the video camera uh, taping them. They hadn't seen the castle yet, except from a great distance. We come up to what we refer to as Christmas Tree Point. I don't know if they feel it. I think that's where you tell me. Is the Christmas tree in the same spot at Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom? Right there at Town Square. Yes, it's at Town Square. Yes, and it's okay. and it, it you know it would be considered Christmas Tree Point, but you know it's a little bit bigger, right? Right. Uh, I wasn't sure because I know you've been here during Christmas, and I, of course, haven't. But anyway. We get to that spot where, you know, the castle's kind of hidden from the building, and they just come around the corner there from the Emporium to where they can look up the street, and suddenly their mouths drop, and it's like, oh, wow, because, again, everything is so much bigger, and you see this castle that's 18 stories tall down at the end of the street, which, for those that have never been, that have been to Disneyland and have never been to Walt Disney World, that's taller than the Matterhorn. That's taller than just about any structure in Anaheim. That's taller than any of the Disney hotels in Anaheim. That's taller than the Matterhorn. I think the only thing that comes close to that height, and I think the castle here is a little bit taller, is the Big A over at Anaheim Stadium. Okay. And then you see that down at the end of the street. It's just huge. And, of course, you know, then we started going around the Magic Kingdom and uh, seeing all the different sights and sounds around there, see what... We went into their Tomorrowland, the Fantasyland, and, you know, that was the start of the trip. So you, you didn't do the whole take them up to the top of the train station, their eyes closed thing? That no. That Greg likes uh, to talk about? No. No, didn't do that. Uh, it was, well, it was pretty well hidden just as, as we uh, came up the road, and we, we, we took the bus. The first, the first day we went to the Magic Kingdom, we, I kind of insisted I wanted them to take the bus over to the Magic Kingdom. I didn't want them to hit the monorail yet because I've always been amazed by the monorail system out here. So, and also, uh, you know, it would be, to me and my sense, I wanted to get them into the Magic Kingdom first, and then we'll take the monorail into Epcot rather than hit Epcot first and take the monorail back to Magic Kingdom. So... Uh, no, it was pretty well hidden by the buildings. We just uh, took them into town square because they were so distracted going through the gate and everything. And, of course, for cast members, 
unlike Disneyland, you still have a cast member gate at all the parks here. You can't just go through any of the gates like you do at Disneyland. You have to go through the cast member gate. So just going through the different routines and everything and getting into uh, the park kept them distracted. So by the time we got into uh, onto Town Square, you couldn't see the castle anymore. The Emporium was blocking the view. And then we had the view as they came out to the intersection, out into the middle of the street. You could see it. It was just like, wow. Okay. So you spent all, you spent all day there. We, we spent the better part of the day there. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, when we came back, we uh, took the monorail around to the TTC, jumped onto the Epcot monorail, brought that into Epcot. We just cut through Epcot because it was already in the process of closing uh, to get back to the hotel since the hotel's right here at walking distance from Epcot. Sure, sure, out the international gate. So, again, got a little bit more of the taste that uh, I remember having the first time I was out here, being able to uh, uh, go to the Magic Kingdom first and then hit TTC to take, go down to Epcot. That was just kind of a wild experience. Okay, so, uh, second park. Second park. Uh, the second park we went to was actually over at the Hollywood Studios. The reason we went there, well, two reasons. One, it's just a boat ride from the uh, docks here at the Yacht Club to go over to the studio. Sure. But also we had reservations that day over at the Sci-Fi Dining. So we went over to the studios, um, just mostly planned to have, uh, in fact, here's funny, another sort of thing. Just mostly went to go uh, see the studios, go see, uh, do a couple things around there. Ended up having, um, uh, making a mistake on our reservations. We were three hours late on the reservations. Um, something I did not know uh, on, I have, of course, I have my Droid smartphone, right? Mm -hmm. And I keep all my calendar and everything on it. When we came across it, when I installed, put all the little tidbits on the calendar, I was doing that when I was back at home in California. I didn't think about it. It takes into consideration changing time zones. So when I set reservations up for 1 o'clock over at the Sci-Fi Dine-In and we flew out here, it changed it to a 4 o'clock meeting. Actually, at one o'clock. it wouldn't. it's not taking into consideration time zones. Is actually a more descriptive issue, right. right? Because if it took into consideration... It would know that it meant it one o'clock local time, and when the thing bounced up, it would have right. kept it at one instead of moving it to four. Okay. Right. So as a result, so we were, <laughs> as a result, we were late to our reservation, but they were still able to get us into the restaurant. You know, I loved the experience. The food was so-so. Um, the waitress, um, you know, was okay. But I, I do love the uh, sci-fi dining uh, experience. I just still love the look of it. I love those little uh, black and white films and color films that they uh, put up on the screen while you're sitting there watching it. So we spent pretty much the uh, day there. Uh, did do a lot of things. Got to see the uh, uh, lights, motor action. I did want to see that show. Yeah, that's uh, my son's favorite thing to do there. Uh, we went on Star Tours, which is, incidentally, today was the last day for uh, Star Tours at Disneyland. It closed as yep. of 
Well, let's see. Right now, your time, it'll still, it still has, if you're, well, we're not live. I was going to say, if we're live, you have three more hours to go see Star Tours. And then that's it for about 10 or 11 months or so. Uh, Star Tours here at the uh, Hollywood Studios doesn't close until September. Okay. So it'll still be open for a couple more months. So we went on Star Tours. Uh, my son, it has suddenly become my son's favorite attraction. So we had to do that a couple more times that night. And since, we've gone back to the studios again, and uh, we had to go on a couple more times while we were there. We went to the studios a couple days later because, uh, in fact, it was uh, yesterday we went to the studios uh, because we had uh, reservations over at the Primetime Cafe and also at the Brown Derby. Wait, uh, you ate a, a Primetime and the Brown Derby? Well, we had lunch at the Brown Derby, and we had dinner at the Primetime Cafe. Okay. I like the prime time, but geez, that's that's a lot of food in one day. <laughs> well, you got to understand, the reason I wanted the Brown Derby was I just went there because I wanted the cop salad. Okay. So that was, that was my lunch, although that was a very big cop salad. It was very filling. But uh, I tried to space it out. Couldn't space it out as much as I would like to. Uh, but it was so we, we ate white at the Brown Derby mostly so I can have my salad and we can have the experience. And then when we uh, got to the Primetime Cafe, we did pretty good there. But again, we were just going, you know, we did most of our stuff that second day over at the studios. We ended up spending pretty much most of the day back at the studios again yesterday. Okay. So now, did you bother with, a few more things up. Did you bother with Fantasmic Pardon? there? No, no. I've seen I've seen Fantasmic there before. In fact, it just went off a short while ago. That's why you might still hear the boats coming by in the uh, background because they're uh, bringing the uh, last guests coming from the park and just closed. Um, no, I've seen Fantasmic here before. There's a couple things that are kind of neat that they have the Pocahontas bit from there that we don't have at Disneyland. Um, but I actually was a little disappointed when I saw it the last time. Um, I just feel like you're sitting so far away from it. Granted, we were we weren't in the nosebleed. We were getting kind of pretty doggone close to the nosebleed, but we weren't there yet. And I still felt pretty far away from the action. Um, so I really didn't have a desire to go see Fantasmic. Nobody else really cared to go see Fantasmic. So, answer short answer. No, we didn't see. Okay. Um, let's see. What's next? Um, all right. Uh, I will say, because Greg, he's not here at the moment to beat me over the head on this one, but yes, I did go on Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> great ride. Great, great ride. That, that is what uh, the uh, Superstar Limo should have been. That was fun. Now, did uh, yeah. did uh, you go on Tower of Terror there? No, not yet, and I'm kind of doubting at this point if we're going to. Um, you know, I've done it before. Uh, I do like their tower uh, more. I, I hate saying this. Uh, I do. I do like their tower a lot. Uh, it, it, it's a lot more show than what. Uh, Disneyland's tower has, although I like Disneyland, but it's not an attraction I really go out of my way to go on. I'll go on it if somebody else wants to. Consequently, nobody else, with, you know, 
in our party wants to go on it, so I'm not going to... I've had the experience once before. I'm not going to go on it just for that. I'm not a big roller coaster fan. I'm not a big thrill ride fan. Um, so, yeah, no, I haven't gone on it yet. I kind of doubt if I will. Okay. All right, so have you done a full day in Epcot yet, then? We did that today. We finally hit Epcot today. Um, we hit... Oh, we, we were... We had the... Uh, the early, the extra hour this morning, which gave us a good chance, did go on Mission Space finally. Um, and wait, and yes, or, I you went on the orange or the green? My son went on green. I went on orange. Oh, good for you. And what'd you Thank think? Thank you. Uh, good attraction. Again, that's going to be one of those that I probably, unless I'm, I'm not going to do orange again. Um, <laughs> one, one thing I noticed right from the get-go, I sensed when we when when the uh, centrifuge started up, I sensed it. I sensed the movement, and it instantly started making me a little queasy right off the get-go. After I got into the attraction and we got into the adventure of it all, I was able to uh, block a lot of that out of my mind, but I could still spin, sense the spinning. So... Again, it's going to be like Tower of Terror. You know, I've had the experience. It's not one I'm going to go jump jump at again. If I go on it again, it would probably be Green Team. Yeah, Green's good enough. Yeah, that, that's a good enough experience. I, you know, I, I've done it. You know, I'm 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 happy to say I've done it, but yeah, that's enough. Um. Went on uh, right right after that. We went on to um, the great thing about the Magic Hour, and something different that they do here that we don't do at Disneyland. Uh, they have their fast passes operating during the uh, early entries. Uh, we were able to get a fast pass for uh, test track during the early entry. We those machines don't turn on at Disneyland until after the regular park hours start. Yeah, see, here's so the difference. Kind of, you know, the early entry folks here number in the hundreds, and and the early entry folks there <laughs> number in the thousands. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. You're absolutely right. This is true. All right. So so but, so this is your first ride on Mission Space and Test Track, then. No, you've been on Test Track before. No, I've, I've been on Test Track before. Mission Space, I literally missed by a few days, both sides of it. Um, when we were here in 2003, they were getting ready to, do, to uh, open it. And, in fact, I found out after the fact they did do a soft opening the day after we left. You know, insult to injury, what can I say? Yeah. When, when we were there, like, two days prior to our departure, uh, we were walking by, and I happened to recognize one of the, uh, uh, <laughs> I almost said ILM, I recognized one of the WDI uh, VPs, or he might, have been, he might have been a director back then, but one of the WDI guys that I, I recognized being over in Glendale quite often, and more fortunately, he recognized me. So I was talking with him for a few minutes, and I was asking, is there any possibility of getting on this? And he said, if you've been here a week ago, I could have said yes, but we've already handed it off to operations. Uh. And it's, 
we have to get permission from them now to do it, and they're not letting anybody get on there while they're doing training. Sure, sure. So, so you know, I was a week late for WDI to let me on, and we left the day before they did a soft opening on the attraction. So, didn't get a chance to do that, but we did go on test track, and this time, and we had to do a child switch back then. This time, the whole family went on, the uh, kids all went on test track, and, uh, that was fun. That was great. Okay. Now. You got to do pretty much all, all of Future World in the morning. But I realized we, you know, there's still a couple things that we have. We, we never made it over to the Living Seas. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Never made it over to Finding Nemo. Uh, we lost Nemo during this. And we didn't bother seeing Captain Nemo. I'm sorry. Michael Jackson, great singer. But I've seen the movie. Don't need to see it again. <laughs> uh, but I realized we were we finally made it into World Showcase about three thirty in the afternoon. It's like holy crap! We've been, you know we've spent seven hours uh, just in uh, Future World. We haven't even hit the rest of the park, so we still have a few holes that we need to go take care of over at Epcot maybe tomorrow or the next day. Okay, uh, what's the weather like? <laughs> <laughs> the weather the weather has been really funky out here um, as you remember we talked a couple days ago when we were first setting, getting ready to set up on this show uh, we had a tropical impression later named tropical storm Bonnie yep. that was uh, forming right off the right uh, between um just west of Puerto Rico. Or Puerto Rico? No. Out in the Caribbean somewhere. I'd have to look at that. Anyways, it was forming, and it was expected that it was going to probably go across Florida here on Friday and Saturday. Okay. So, when we got here, we were warning the kids that you can almost set your watch by the rain. At 3 o'clock, it's going to start raining every day. It just never fails. We have not had one drop of rain while we've been out here. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. I just never noticed that before. They just turned off the lights at the Swan Hotel. Oops. The lights are now coming on now. I don't know what that's about. I mean, about. The, the lights that light up the outside of the building? Yeah. Right. Okay. Anyways, um, the, the big lights that light up the Swan and the seashell fountains and everything just turned off for a few seconds. Now they're back on again. If somebody hit the wrong switch. Um... We have not had one drop of rain while we've been out here. I believe it rained Friday for a short while, but that was the day that we rented a car and we went up to St. Augustine, Daytona Beach in St. Augustine. So we were further north, so we never got any. We, we could see all the thunderstorms to the south. You know, the whole weather system has passed by south of us, uh, but we weren't in it. And when we got back down in the evening, it was already cleared up. The weather was to the west of us, and it was gone. Uh, tonight, we can still see more thunderstorms to the south and to the west of us. It's like all the weather is just along the west coast of Florida. We flew through some of it coming in here, and going over Tampa Bay, uh, we went through, so we had to go around some thunderstorms, got a great light show, but it was hot when we got here, and of course the traditional 
uh, Florida humid humidity. Yeah, I was saying, but isn't it pretty stinking hot? It's been pretty. It was pretty stinking hot when we got here. It hasn't been. It's been bearable for the most part uh, the last few days. I mean, it's 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 humid, and coming from you know Southern California, you're not used to the humidity. Um, but that week before we left, we had that uh, warm, humid weather back home. And I was joking that, I was joking with people at work that this is just getting me uh, acclimated to what I'm going to encounter in Florida. And, you know, that's exactly what it's been like. It hasn't been so terribly humid. Uh, my glasses have fogged up a couple times going outside, but that's been about it. It really hasn't been that horribly bad out here. It's been really nice. Uh, we haven't had any rain right now. As I'm sitting outside, i got a full moon overhead, not a cloud in sight, nowhere, anywhere around me. And when I was looking at these, in fact, i got stars all around me. I can actually see stars here. Um, and when I was looking at the uh, satellite on the Weather Channel, it, like, once again, shows all the storms are going to the west of us. They're just going across uh, the tip the Everglades and uh, Key West and going up the west coast of Florida into the Caribbean. And we're, we're just getting, we're missing it. In fact, now the kids are actually, and my wife are actually a little disappointed because we haven't had any thunder or lightning out here. Yeah, well, I, I, I wouldn't want to hope for thunder and lightning. I just would like it to not be, you know, hotter, hotter than hell, you know. It's yeah, no, it, it's been, we've hit highs in the low 90s out here. It, it's been um, like 92, 93. I think we had night. <laughs> they were showing today when they were talking about it that Cocoa Beach was going to be warmer than we were here in Orlando. We were going to be 92 and Cocoa Beach was going to be 93. Uh, humidity, when we've been getting up that high, the humidity has been down in the 50s. So uh, compared to California, it's up there. But for Florida, that's not bad. That's kind of dry. All right. So you left the bubble to go to St. Augustine. Yes. Uh, where else did you go? Did you, leave, did you go to the bubble? Did uh, you leave the bubble to go anywhere else? No, that was the only day we left the bubble. We, uh, In fact, when we were coming back, my son's going, are we back in the bubble yet? When are we going to be back in the bubble yet? Um no, we went to St. Augustine. We went up to uh, see the fort. Um, suddenly discovered some uh, personal family history that's involved with the fort up there in St. Augustine. I'll have to tell you about it later off the air. Okay. Um, but, you know, uh, it, it was like uh, seeing, literally, uh, you had that the hair on the back of your neck standing up like you've seen a ghost. Uh, found a connection to my family that I didn't even know was out here at St. Augustine. Uh, went there. We went to the lighthouse. Uh, I know Greg and his wife went out to uh, the lighthouse as well that was on Ghost Hunters, the St. Augustine lighthouse. Uh, Taps went out and did an investigation and uh, found a lot of interesting things out there at the lighthouse. Uh, no, I did not make it all the way to the top. The rest of the family did. Uh, I do have my fear of heights, uh. and <laughs> by the second by the second level, it got to me, and I couldn't get any higher than the second level. In fact, coming down from the second level, I really had to concentrate and keep my eyes 
off what I was doing to uh, just come down the stairs and get out of there. And after that little bit, I could, you know, my fear of heights goes to where I can't watch people I know into those positions either. I had to get all the way out of the lighthouse because I couldn't see the rest of the family going up to the top. And when when they were up on the top, my wife, of course, she went out and walked around the outside ring around the lantern. <laughs> so I have to go undercover indoors because I can't see any of that. I can't be aware of that because it will freak me out. I just have a total horrendous fear of heights. So... But she took some great pictures up there for me. <laughs> All right, so um... and and we and we went to the beach. Uh, we had to stop at the beach and go walk around in the water. So we walked in the Atlantic. Okay, the non-oily side. The non yeah. Uh, now, did you? I thought you were going to try to go to the Cape. Did that not go uh, as planned? Um, but uh, we ended up going to St. Augustine instead. Okay. And we came down to the Cape. By the time we got down to uh, Cape Canaveral, the Kennedy Space Center was all closed and everything. Uh, we did come down through uh, Titusville, so we were able to look across, I believe that's the uh, Banana, Banana River, uh, across over to the launch complex, the vehicle assembly building. We could see that in the dark all lit up. Uh, took some nice telephoto shots across over towards that. And... Uh, Drove down actually to the uh, the Kennedy Visitor Center. Drove out onto the Cape to the Visitor Center. Of course, their gated closed. Security standing there, and the thought passed through my mind of, well, can we just walk out there for a few minutes just to take a look around at the type of stuff? And I'm thinking, if somebody came up to me at Disneyland at 11 o'clock at night and asked the same thing. What would I say? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured I didn't want to look too totally touristy out there. Yeah. So, um, uh, so we just we looked at it from the road and so and drove down a little bit more. We did go down to the uh, Port Canaveral, saw where the uh, oh the Disney boats, Disney boats, okay, no boats in terminal, and it was really funky. Uh, the gates you can't even get onto their parking lot. The gates are all locked up and secured. So you can't even drive up to the terminal unless there's a boat in there, unless they're ready for you to be a passenger there. That's cool. Uh, Yeah, it's very nice uh, when you think about it. Uh, Almost ran into the gate because uh, short of that, there was a, it's like a freeway off-ramp going into the terminal. And right there at the exit, as you're coming off the road into the turnoff to go into the gate, there was a big tractor-trailer rig parked, camping, I guess, waiting for the gate to open, camping out overnight. So it blocked all my view of the gate. I'm coming around that corner at 45 miles an hour, not expecting to see a gate there, only to have to slam on my brakes and uh, stop, unfortunately, in time and turn around and then have to back up off that exit and continue on the road to find a place to turn around. So you spent a whole day outside the bubble. How many miles did you put on the rental car? Uh, just shy of 300. Yeah, okay. All right. Never had to fill a tank once. (laughs) So a tiny car. No, we got a, uh, uh, Toyota Camry. All right. It was a nice car. 
Okay, now, uh, we've mentioned some dining, sci-fi, brown derby. Right. Uh, Primetime. Anywhere else that you have gone or plan to go? Um, not so much. Uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not really a big, um, uh, restaurant. I, I, I'm kind of a fast food guy. I, I like getting, just grab the food and run, uh, move along. Um, uh, occasionally I like to hit the restaurants and my family even more so. My kids get bored going to a restaurant, so they don't want to go to the restaurants. And this was a little bit of a culture shock with uh, coming out here. Uh, going, We stopped at a number of restaurants, and the venues have been kind of a little funky. Uh, lots of... You go into a restaurant and you see something like, okay, you have fried tomatoes with a little tofu and a creme brulee sauce. And all, all these really... I don't want to say frou-frou, but these fancy, fancy, fancy meals when you go to any of the larger restaurants around here to the point of, well, what the heck do you have? I just, you know, basically want, like, a steak and a baked potato. You can't get a steak and a baked potato around here in a lot of places. Oh, I beg uh, to differ. You can get steak. Well, yeah, lots you, of places have lots of places have the same steak. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. A lot of places, yeah, you get your New York steak or your porterhouse. That's, that's for the most part your steak. And then you have all these little things here. I should have grabbed a couple menus because I, I was right there near one of the restaurants. I, I know they try to make them started. sound. I know they try to make them sound fancy, but it's really the same dish. Yeah. yeah. Um, when we went to the sci-fi di- dinner, or excuse me, sci-fi dinner, not sci-fi, prime prime time diner, meatloaf, fried uh, chicken. Had meat by meat, uh, my wife had the meatloaf. I had the uh, pot roast, and I got to say, that was an awesome meal. That was a really good food there. Uh, we didn't really plan on going to a lot of restaurants. It was just the whole restaurant gig is more for the experience than anything else. Again, like I said, we're more of fast food when we're going out and about here. But it has been a little bit of a culture shock because, uh, you know, you spend all your time at Disneyland. You just get so used to being around Disneyland and how Disneyland operates. And you just come over here and you kind of make certain assumptions. Oh, it's going to be, you know, just like Disneyland. No. no. Very, very different from how uh, Disneyland operates to where you don't get your discounts on food out here unless you do it at Disneyland. So, and the dining plan doesn't apply to California cast members. So, well, right you now, can, it's only you for can, Florida cast members. You can pay for it full price, I'm sure. Like the rest of us pogues. Yeah, I, yeah, I, could, I could have paid for it full price, uh... Before I, you know, before I left California, of course, you can't get it once you're out here. You have to get the dining plan prior to your arrival. And going through the, uh, you know, we've had the discussion about the whole dining plan on everything. Uh, doing the math uh, on the restaurants that we've hit so far, I'm kind of glad we didn't get the dining plan because at full price, uh, I do get some discounts on certain restaurants. It's kind of a hit and miss on which restaurants. And now that we've been here for a few days, I'm finding out which restaurants I can go to, and I can get a little bit of the discount here, a little bit of the discount there. So it still would not have added up 
where I would have done any savings with the dining oh. plan. The dining plan more would have been more for convenience over anything. Okay, so for your own, fa- you know, kids' edification, you're not making them stretch out and try different things. You're not gonna. You're not, oh, for the kids. Well, you know, you said you you you're talking about the menu being frou frou, right? You've eaten at Ohana's, yeah. at Polynesian, right? Yeah. All right. So no, we didn't. We didn't eat at Ohana's there. We we did. Uh, I'm saying you have. Did, 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 no, you yeah. have. You so you know what it's like, right? right? Okay. So did it did did it not do enough for you, or you think you want to go back to that? Just as an example of one of the places you might have tried. Oh, oh, you mean going over to? Yeah. But just not on this trip. Okay, so we, we we we've been to the, we've been to the prime time. We've been to the sci-fi. Um, the, like it's the sci-fi, the menu had changed a little, at least from what I remember it being. Don't where think, it was the only thing they're worthwhile. Not as satisfying is the ribs. Yeah, what is? That's the only thing I and consider I can't worth. Eat those they're pork ribs. And unfortunately, I can't eat those. They'll make me very sick. So you had dinner? I would love to have the ribs. You had dinner there? I keep looking at the ribs. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Dinner. Uh, they had a steak. I know they have a steak there. Um, ribs. And that's, that's, and what, that's what I had. A couple of sandwiches. The steak. Uh, wife just had a salad. Um, Fortunately, my son is just right there on the edge. He can probably, he can still get away with the children's menu on, <laughs> on all these places. So he'll go get his hot dog or chicken nuggets or something like that. So, um, the best way to describe it, this is what we're kind of talking about, is you remember a few years ago at Disneyland where suddenly they had a, a whole new management team over food administration. And they changed all the menus on a lot of the restaurants drastically to where they had all these things. I mean, we had feta goat cheese on this. We had this, that, to the point of you're looking at them going, I just want a burger or a hot dog or something. You couldn't, it's, you, you literally could, I, I, I'm honest, I almost want to say you, you couldn't buy even buy a hamburger over at Village House. Uh, it was that bad. The only place was either Twilight Terrace or... Uh, Hungry Bear Restaurant for just a cheeseburger. Uh, then they finally, without admitting that they did anything, they slowly kind of adjusted the menu back to where you had your uh, oh, and they had all these you know real Cajun, Cajun, Cajun cooking over at New Orleans Square to where nobody, or at least there was nothing for me to eat over there unless I had the steak over at uh, Blue Bayou Restaurant. Uh, they've kind of come back to where they brought back the uh, Monte Cristo sandwich, and they got some nice, you know, things that you're more looking forward to there. It's it's almost like that. There's times where I'm looking at them, we're just looking at the menu and going, hmm, interesting, and just walk on. Sorry, I'm getting a text from our other co-host. Oh, some... is he coming in yet? No, well, here, let me read to you. Uh... As soon as I just my reply clears the screen, uh, I came online while I was eating. You never Skype me in. I just check back and see Shaft has signed off. Watching True Blood now with Karen, I'm like, I see no indication. I see nothing here that says Greg tried to tell me that was he that he was here. 
his his status is shown online the whole time I've been here. So as far as I know, he just left himself signed on. Fucker, starting to piss me off. <laughs> Oops, one F bomb. Well, tell the bastard to get online. Okay. So, you know, beyond that, it, it has been a little bit of a culture shock. Uh, again, it, when we, we've talked to a couple of cast members on discounts, and it just strictly goes into the realm of Disneyland. We, we were talking about Disneyland, 20,000 people. Walt Disney World, 70,000 people. It, it's uh, a little different on how they have to handle things out here. You can't just make the assumptions that I can make over at Disneyland. All right, so uh, we've talked about weather. All right, so wait, you have two full days left there? we got two full days left out here. So th- these are going to be the makeup days. I uh, have not gone on Everest. I, I would like to go hit Everest. It, it's now starting to look maybe it might not happen. Just not that, just might not have the time because there's other things I want to do over at uh, Magic Kingdom still. And we still got holes that we need to fill over here at Epcot. So as much as I like Animal, and when we get to Animal Kingdom, there might be a couple things over at Animal Kingdom I still might want to go hit before I do Everest. So that might be... Oh, yeah, you haven't done Animal Kingdom yet. We, we did do Animal Kingdom, uh, but when we did it, we did it with the... That was the day that we made sure was all our splash days. Uh, the day we went on Splash Mountain, the day we went on the uh, Kali River Rapids, okay. the, day we, the day we went to get wet. So we specifically got on the clothes, got on the water shoes and everything. Uh, I left the camera, cameras, plural, behind with the intention of getting wet. I did take the new go cam with me on the river run, and so we will have. So you have no idea. You have no idea what it uh, looks like. I have no idea what it looks like because uh, just a couple weeks prior to this trip, the laptop computer crapped out on me uh, to the point I need to replace it. It cannot be repaired. So, uh, so came on this trip with no laptop which is kind of a weird feeling because you always like downloading things onto the computer just to see what things look like, see how your pictures look. I have no clue. It's back to the Stone Age of using real film. You have no clue what your pictures really looked like until you get home and you can download them on the camera. <laughs> look at it on the little... I, I, got, I got my little one-and-a-quarter-inch screen on the camera, and, you know, my daughter's camera and my wife's camera has an even smaller screen that you can kind of review the pictures... But you really can't get into the details to really look at them like you can on a computer monitor. So uh, the nice thing is, is I got more than 36 shots on a roll of film. Uh, I yeah, still that's caveman days. I, I still have, you know, quite a few hundred shots, and so does everybody else. So we can just take, you know, a couple little shots here and there. When uh, we were at Epcot, I was taking some shots around the Leapfrog Fountain. And the kids, well, my son in particular was finding it great going out there and getting wet. So was able to uh, take many, many shots out there with him. And uh, one of the monorails was going by, so it turned out to be a real nice shot. They have a, a Tron advertisement on one of the monorails. You know those big posters you put on the uh, buses when you're advertising something? 
Uh-huh. Like right now, they're advertising uh, King Kong back for Universal. They have those. Uh, we had them over at the monorails at Disneyland. They have them on a number of the monorails here where they got the full advertisements on the side. And one of them is for Tron, the Legacy. Tron Legacy. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, new yeah. trailer for that floating around. Oh, is there? I, I'm I'm looking forward. That actually looks really good. And I'm going to have to dust off my DVD of Tron. Oh, okay. Greg, um, Greg's ready. Hang on, hang on. Let me add him in. Okay. Are you there? Greg? 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 Yes. Can you hear oh, Richard? Hey. Yes, Can you hear I me am. okay? Yes. Okay. So. Yeah, he does not show online. Yeah, well, because he's, you know, he's in a special status. No, well, he showed online. I, I'm at the- well, it's a little different. I, I'm uh, coming from very long distance out on vacation right now. And I was just to explain to Mike that uh, the laptop bought the farm a few weeks ago, so I'm sans laptop, and I'm using the droid right now, going through Skype on the droid. So, and even with that, I'm in a place that, believe it or not, considering where I am, I don't have a friggin' Wi-Fi signal anywhere around me. You sound like Mel Gibson right now. <laughs> As an angry? No, I just, you know, I was curious about Mel's phone call because the girl sounded like she was in a studio being yeah, produced, well, and he sounded like he was, you he, know. He was on a speakerphone. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we were talking, my wife and I were talking about that when we were listening to the latest things on TV the other day. So this this is really really sounding like a setup, and the fact that on that one call that they released, he goes, "You're pushing my buttons, and I hate it when you push my buttons because you know how angry I get." <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. dead giveaway right there. So, uh, <clears throat> Shaft, why don't why don't you tell Greg where you're calling from? Because I know that's the whole reason that you know we wanted to. That was the whole reason. For the show that I'm live on vacation out here at the shores. Actually, I'm on the dock side here at Crescent Lake. Do you know that is, Greg? Uh, I think so, but why, am I supposed to be impressed that Richard's on vacation yet again? No, it's no. just his location. No, no. It's just his location that would be a surprise to you. So I'm I'm here at Crescent Lake, and I'm looking at the the nice lighting. Uh, over here of the Boardwalk Hotel, and over to my right side, I'm looking at the Swan and the Dolphin, right over there down the lake from me. And nice. right behind me is the hotel I'm staying at, which is the uh, Disney Yacht and Beach Club. Nice, been there, done that. Is that is that called Crescent Lake? I thought that was. Uh, I didn't know that was the name of the. Yeah, I double-checked on it uh, before we went on the show to make sure that was it. Yeah, in fact, I was telling Mike, yes, uh, uh, before I came out here, uh, I did go back to a couple of the shows and was listening to some of the things when we're, you got you and Mike were going through recommendations on things, and I did go through uh, Brian McDaniel's book, and I saw your commentary. That was one of the reasons we chose the Yacht and Beach Club here, or I should say I chose the Yacht and Beach Club because you were making the comment it was nice here, uh, it's just cut through the Dolphin Hotel to get over to the uh, miniature, the Fantasia Gardens Golf Course over there. 
Um, boardwalk is right across, although the kids and I went to the boardwalk, and it was like, uh, I really just haven't had the time to go spend, you know, have any, you know, the ESPN zone, been there, done that, although we sat and watched part of the uh, Angel game there the other night to watch the Angels lose yet again. Um, yeah, what, what, was this a spur-of-the-moment trip? You haven't talked about it. Uh, yeah, it was. In fact, the decision was made uh, since our last show. Uh, well, that was like a month I, ago. So. <laughs> it was a while back. Uh, yes. It was, it was within the last three weeks that it was kind of made. What had happened? Uh, I and I don't know if we talked about it on the air. I, my family and I were planning to take a trip up north to uh, Northern California, Oregon, and Washington, and just take a nice little cruise, go through some of the sites, the uh, up to Astoria. I. My father lives up in Portland and uh, Vancouver, Washington. You, you were going to cruise to Astoria? Well, I think drive cruise, I think. Is what <laughs> oh, oh, I thought drive he was going to take a cruise to Astoria. I'm like, that's no, 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 a different no. cruise. No, we would, we would drive there and just cruise by, see the columns, see some of the sites out there, go across the uh, bridge across the Columbia River and do that. And... As I was drawing up the game plan of what we we're going to try to do and try to set up, uh, there go the lights again. The swan lights just turned off again. Um, as I was going through the game plan of where we were going to stay and how the routing was going to go, it just kind of got to the point of, gee, I wish I had a few more extra days on vacation because on this particular trip with the time we have, we're going to be on the road just about every day. We're not going to have any time to be able to just sit back and really enjoy it. For you know, like when we're in the Redwoods, it would be nice to be able to stay a couple of days there. When we're up in uh, around the uh, Puget Sound area, around Washington, Seattle, uh, be nice to be able to stay a couple of days. Just really don't have the time. And I was kind of getting ready to just blow off the trip. Uh, maybe just stay at home, do a couple, you know, do a couple little side trips, like a couple days in San Diego, a couple days in Santa Barbara, those little trips here and there. And my son has been really big. He's been reading the uh, uh, books, The Kingdom Keepers, which you started me on that book on tape, Greg. And he has the first, he has the first two books right now. He's, uh, re right now, we have a library book of book three uh, that he's been reading through. And he's kind of gotten my wife hooked on it, too. She's already read the first book. She's getting ready to start the second book. And my wife looks at me and she says, would it be possible that we might be able to go to Walt Disney World? Finally, I you go, listen to your well, wife where she wants to go. <laughs> and I go, well, it gets better. Because I look at her and go, well, yeah, it would be possible. I mean... We have, we literally have less than three weeks to plan out this trip. It would be possible, I'm sure we can, you know, get things done. I can, you know, see what type of reservations we can get and everything. But you, my dear loving wife, were the one that said you will never come to Florida again in the summer. Because the last two trips we've been here were in June. You hated it. You didn't want the humidity. And you didn't want the rain and everything. You did not no, you're, want to come you're, you're saying this to, to her, right? Yes, he is. Yes. If I, I said, you know, that I, me, I'll go to Florida. I, I, 
I would love to go to Florida, but I just want to make sure we understand. We're talking about a trip in July. She goes, yeah, I know I said that, but uh, but she's she's really into the book, and my son's really into the books, and he would just like, this is a good opportunity. And in the meantime, uh, one of the comments that we've all talked about a long time ago, and Mike and I were talking about a little ago, the last time we were out here was seven years ago. Uh, my daughter had just graduated the first grade. My son had yet to start kindergarten. My daughter remembers certain items from here, mostly from seeing pictures, and she remembers some of the images from the pictures that she saw. Aha! Uh-huh. You've just I proven one of my points without even trying. <laughs> you know, I you know when I he know. when he first dropped that, I and, I was biting my tongue because I know from I know, you know we, we used to we, beat we, him we up had about talked about that numerous times before. <laughs> Um, my son doesn't remember any of the trips. He, he sees the pictures, but he doesn't remember it, and he's trying to associate things with the book. So, you know, you have, you have, told, them, you ha- you have told them that some of that book is inaccurate and describes Disneyland. Yes. Wow. Yes, I, I know we talked about that as well, and I think we talked about it with pirates, that it was, seems to be more that his description of pirates was the pirates in California. Well, uh, he also described the apartment over the uh, firehouse. and The fire station, yeah. Uh, in fact, that was one of the things that when we did go on pirates, I was joking with them. I, I, I looked at my daughter and my son. I go, now remember, we talked about this numerous times on the show. This is what we refer to as pirate's light. And they're going, huh? We go through the attraction, and we come out, and my daughter looks, that's it? They're going, that's it. That's why we refer to it as Pirate's Light. Um, but, okay, I guess it's just the time of the night, because the dolphin just turned off all their lights. Yeah, you Anyways, know, it is 1230. Uh, so, um, I should say the time of the morning now. So... The whole game plan was, okay, let's see. Can't, so, you know, my wife and I said, you know, it would be kind of nice. We, we took our trip. We have our memories with the kids when they were really small here. It would be kind of nice, nice to be able to make some of the memories with them, let them start making new memories with this. So we decided, okay, I, you know, called a few people up. I went on, went on to uh, the hub, uh, the Disney hub, and checked out what the type of rates and everything. The hardest thing was trying to find a flight out here. Um, in fact, it even dictated on our hotel reservations a little bit because I had to come in a day early. So we had to... Uh, why, why, uh, why is that? Were they all booked um, out? No. Uh, what it came down to... Uh, let me get my next plug in here so William Shatner or somebody over at Priceline can <laughs> pay me off. We the, evil twi- <laughs> the evil William Shatner? Uh Oh, you do, you do yeah. know that Virgin Atlantic now has a nonstop out of Orange County for yes. less than two hundred dollars, don't what? you? Virgin Atlantic oh, or Virgin American? Or Virgin? Who? One of the Virgins. Really? Because no, I, I did just not know that, and it, it was it did not show up on anything when I when I, when I forgot to check for some, Atlantic. I checked JetBlue. I checked you know, everybody, and Jet I checked JetBlue doesn't fly out of Orange County. Some of those they, don't they show fly up out of Long Beach, but they are, yeah. some some of those don't show up in those Priceline things. They don't. They don't deal with them, and JetBlue, quite honestly, is mega expensive going to Florida because you got to fly to New York first, and it's not convenient at all. All right, well, Vir- Virgin Atlantic doesn't show, does not show Orange County as a as a 
flying from destinations. So let me check they, Virgin America. They just they just got the terminal there a few months ago. Virgin, Virgin America. Virgin America. Okay, so I'm gonna check Virgin America next. Okay. Because I just got the terminal. I remember. And in fact, they're uh, building new terminals there at John Wayne. They're building a new uh, South Terminal. Flying from. But, um, so let's cut to the chase. So you decided to because you, you wanted I not to be line, on so I went long. To my name. Whoa, 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 whoa! You, you, you were. The point. I know you're there now. I mean, what? So how's the trip? Yeah. You, you said you had a limited time, and you're going into the minutia of how you picked your ass while you were, you know, getting your tickets. <laughs> uh, so how's the how's the weather? Well, I have limited time. I have limited time because it gets twelve thirty in the morning now. Uh, the weather's been great. Uh, Mike and I were talking about we did have Tropical Storm Bonnie uh, coming through the area, but we missed it because when it came through the area on Friday, uh, that was the day that we were out of the bubble and we went up to St. Augustine. And so, uh, St. Augustine's always a nice trip, so. It was a very nice trip uh, going to uh, Daytona Beach. Uh, didn't even realize that when I was looking at it, I go, because. Uh, Karen saw the kennel club and we thought, oh, that's the horse racing track. And then we just kept going and going. And the track was, and finally, finally I realized, no, that's the motor speedway. Oh, geez. You know, so so did, did you drive up the coast from there? Yeah, we drove up the coast from that uh, it, it, up is, the rest of the way. Is that the ugliest coastline you have ever seen? <laughs> Isn't it like just flat? Well, it's just the me, sand me, looks dirty. There's, it's. It's just not a California coast. Let's put it. There's no, probably no other way to put it. It's just an ugly, kelpy, seaweedy, trashy-looking place that we didn't really see anybody out at. Occasionally, we would see somebody. Um, well, it, it, it was uh, you know when I remember when uh, the wife and I came out here many before kids, BK before kids, uh, we went out to uh, the Cape. Cape Canaveral and went down to Cocoa Beach and we went actually out into the Atlantic then. I still have pictures. I remember it being so very green, very blue, nice white sand. It, was, it looked great. Um, Cocoa's not too up, bad. We, we did, didn't make it to Cocoa. We, of course, we went up to St. Augustine. We did stop at uh, uh, the beach just south of St. Augustine because I didn't want to take the uh, and it was actually a beach. It wasn't just the rocks and jumble. It was a nice sand beach that we went out onto so that the kids can go out and we, you know, waded out into the water a little bit just to feel, hey, you know, this is the Atlantic, you know, the Pacific Ocean, 60 degrees, Atlantic. It's nice and warm out here. Watch out for the sharks. Um, Did you stop at Fort but, uh, Mananza uh, on yes, the way? Uh, not, not, not Mananza, the uh, other fort, uh, the big one. Okay, so you didn't uh, stop stop at the one that's the south entrance to uh, St. Augustine. You have to actually take a boat to get to the fort. It's kind of cool. Okay, no, we went through the one that's up in the old town, the old part of St. Augustine. That, yeah, no, this, this uh, one is, at, this, know, yeah, I know. This one's miles south. It's on the, it, you, you're going up the coast. Right, I saw, pretty, I saw the cutoff. I saw the yeah. cutoff and everything to go through it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to miss the fort right in St. Augustine. I mean, it's Bam, it's right there. Yeah. So uh, we went into the fort. Uh, we went to the lighthouse. I was telling Mike, yes, I only got as high as the second level of the lighthouse before my acrophobia got me, got the better of me. I couldn't go any higher. The rest of the family went up to the top. Um, I had to get out of there and get undercover somewhere else so I didn't see them. 
because uh, that would still freak me out. But uh, I tried. I tried to get up there. I just got to the second level. Let's see. Um, <laughs> Come on. This is the same guy that can barely cross the parking structure bridge at the main place, all right? I know. I know. <laughs> I, but yet he's... <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, what can I say? You know, I was talking to a lady there at the White House, and she said she had a commercial pilot that was there the day before, could not make it all the way up to the White House, and yet they're a commercial pilot. You would have never so. made it in the military. They would have put you in those tanks and... <laughs> and they, you would have been just freaked out, uh, <laughs> kicked out. And you're lucky you okay. were a civilian pilot. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, but I was going to say, um, you know, the uh, you're talking about the uh, ocean. It, it, there was nothing green or blue out there because of uh, Tropical Storm Bonnie. We were getting a lot of the surf. They were talking about the riptides out there. Uh, it was all very churned up. It was very brown and silty looking. It's uh, just—it's just an ugly yeah, stretch of a land going up there. I mean, you know, you, I'm so used to you know Big Sur and even you know, Huntington and Newport, and you look at their beaches and it's like, eh, you know, Cocoa's okay, but you know, there's a lot more beach over there than some of the the areas north of Daytona. I just found it to be, eh, yeah. you know. But anyways, so, so that's good. So you got you got out of the bubble. That's always a good thing. Got out of the bubble for a day. Um, by the time we got back, you could still you could see things were wet. It was hard to see what was wet from any rain and what was wet from the sprinklers. But there was uh, it was obvious that it rained because uh, a lot of the highways were still a little wet. But we have not seen one drop of rain out here this entire trip. The thunderstorms were all moving uh, to the south and to the west of us. Uh, I was telling Mike that we looked at uh, weather. I was looking at Weather Channel just a little bit ago. Whole line of thunderstorms along the West Coast, but there's nothing over us right now. I have a nice full moon. I got stars up in the sky. Uh, can't see a cloud anywhere around here. Did you manage to get any reservations at restaurants on your late uh, reservation? We did just a couple. We went to the Sci Fi Dining. Uh, went to, uh, I wanted to go to the Brown Derby. Nobody else really wanted to. I wanted to because I wanted the Cobb salad, which was very, very good, i got to say. And we went to the uh, 50s prime, uh, Primetime Diner. Uh, Primetime Diner. Primetime Diner. 50s Primetime Cafe. There you go. Primetime Cafe. Thank you, Mike. So um, those were the only real reservations I, that... Uh, we ended up uh, going for. Uh, my wife wasn't really interested in too many other reservations, and as it was, those were kind of uh, sticklers that, oh, we have a schedule to keep. Don't like keeping schedules. We want to go where we get, like to go. And as you well know, I'm we're more fast food. Just grab it and run, go to the next place and everything. So... Uh, just so you're, a couple you're, restaurants. you're you're commando people, huh? Yeah, yeah you know he was he was around. telling me that the menus didn't look appetizing and frou frou and and, you know. and that was the other that, thing is that's hard for me to believe. Yeah, <laughs> I call him on that too. So <laughs> no, the menus. You know, in fact, we was looking at the buffet over here at uh, the beach club and fish this, fish that. Yeah, there's a steak. There, there, there's a uh, carved. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get this probably ripped me, so, so 
some sort of prime rib there. It's carved that, but there's all this fish, fish, lobster legs, this, that. And I'm not a fish eater. I don't care. In fact, it was, I, it was amazing today because Karen wanted uh, fish and chips as we went past Great Britain. She wanted to have the fish and chips there. So we got the fish and chips. I went ahead and tried some. It, I found it was very good tasting. Uh, I'm the not fish and chips there are killer. Like at, the, at the Yorkshire fish shop yeah. there in, in the United yeah. Kingdom? Okay. Yeah. And so, so it, it Richard, what you're saying, really Richard, your, your palate isn't much more than the ingredients you can get on a pizza. <laughs> uh, pizza, um, the occasional hamburger helper, McDonald's, and uh, anything that has uh, a steak and a potato. You can't eat steak and potato all the time. I tried that once. It doesn't yeah. work. So. You, you, you could go to a big, ugly, gaudy McDonald's right over by the All-Star Inns if you really need a McDonald's. Or the one down by, yeah. uh, by downtown animal, or animal Kingdom. We, same one. Just the same one, Mike. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we drove past it, and when we uh, got the rental car, we were going to... Uh, we were joking that we were going to stop at that. It was going to be the first stop. We're going to stop there and get something to eat. No, I uh, I needed where, to where, get. Where'd um, you get the rental car? We got the rental car right next door at the Dolphin. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, like, I was going to say they have a place right there. Okay. Um, yeah. So you, you guys aren't. Which, which but, was also uh, just to our location here. Yeah. Um, yes. So we were so going to go straight you're over the, there. So if I ever travel with you guys again, don't worry about making dinner reservations for you guys. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to get him to I'm trying to convince him to go to Boma or something, you know, stretch his wings and try something. Well, you know, I will admit I went to Boma. Yeah. wasn't that I mean, I ate a variety of things, but I went back and ate a lot off the kids uh, section too. <laughs> the dinosaur um, shaped chicken nuggets. Yeah, I mean, it's a, the spices were different than I liked, and Chris really loved it. I know, but I, um, uh, you know, I tried it. I was I was up for trying everything. I've done that pretty much going around the horn. I've done everything, but the I haven't done the chilled monkey brains. <laughs> Morocco. But at Morocco. Here, here, here. I've eaten every. Oh no, I haven't eaten. I wanted to eat at the. Uh, uh, Norway, but I, I haven't had a chance to haven't eat there yet. And the Italian, I eat Italian all the time, so I didn't think eating Italian there would be any great change to my normal thing. But, you know, I've been to Canada, I, I've eaten in, in uh, Great uh, Britain, and, oh, I haven't done the snails in France yet either, so there's one more I haven't done, but um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stretch it and try it, it a little bit, Richard. Here, here's one of the things. As, uh, I was mentioning that the son is still on the borderline that he can get away with eating off the kids' menu, so that's not a problem. One of the problems uh, you know, is you know, daughter, let me, whoa, 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 let me stop you, Richard. There is no borderline at Disney. The only difference is, at least with like the dining plan, they're going to charge you the adult. Now she can have she or he can have the kids' menu. They may just charge you for the other menu. So there's never a worry at Disney, at least in Florida, in my experience. Never worry about what the menu says. They can eat off the kids' menu. Ah, I will try that for more. Because Katrina is picky. Katrina is picky, and she, we've always managed to be able to work it out um, where she can eat off the kids' menu. Now, if, if, for instance, at the Chinese place, the kids' menu doesn't really have anything, then, you know, we'll make a stop. Gosh, I've, the, I've uh, done uh, that. We were, at, we were at the Teppanyaki place, and I had to make a trip to 
American Adventure to get some chicken strips. <laughs> Bring them back. Well, I, I will. I, I will. I will do that some more uh, because one of the things is is the uh, our daughter very picky eater as well, and uh, the wife really doesn't want to spend the type of money for something for her eat a quarter of and the rest is going to go to waste because it's not like you no, no, that can totally makes sense and, and, bag I, and walk away from it I've got one well, but, for yeah, instance, I, will, I will try what you're telling me for instance we were at Comic Con today we, we um, ventured out Vincent and his friend were inside doing something Kendra wanted to get something to eat I said, okay fine let's go find something cheap down to, you know in the di- uh, Gaslight District Let's go. To, yeah. Let's go to Subway. That's cheap. <laughs> okay. Katrina wouldn't eat Subway. Said, "Okay, fine. You know what? Nobody's eating. I I didn't eat till eight o'clock tonight. You, you know, you you can't fucking suck it up and eat some kind of sandwich <laughs> there. I mean, that's getting pretty plain. No one's eating. That's just you know. Well, we walked by a hot dog place. Oh, dollar hot dogs, dollar chips. No place to sit. Okay, fine. You know, just eat it and stand. No. Okay, fine. Screw you guys. You're not eating." <laughs> Yeah, did you eat in front of them? Like did you rub it in? Come on. Did you rub it Actually, in? No, no, no. I said nobody will eat, and I didn't eat till 8 o'clock tonight. That oh, okay. was the first time I ate all day. That's, that's like the CES. Like I'd have had a, heart, I'd have had a headache by then. Yeah, like at the no, CES you, you, convention, you, you get they don't have any tables or chairs. You, you have all these people in business suits sitting on the floor eating. What's funny is they told people they, they there were people outside in the lobby area sitting against the walls and they made them stand up. They, just, they came by and said, "Sorry, you can't sit." And I'm like, "This is lame." But I wasn't sitting, but I was watching them do it to other people. So, but anyways, but I, I, will, I will try that. I will try that over the next couple of days while we're still here. Is that, yeah, uh, if you can, get, if you can get in the one. Yeah, if you can get into one of those places. Now, I don't know if they'll let Karen, but well, uh, they'll let the kids because I've I've never had a problem if. Yeah. You know, it, let's let's say you're at Teppanyaki. I think don't don't they at Teppanyaki have like a they do, they, chicken nugget or something? Yeah, they have a little kids plate that like comes in like in a space yeah. shuttle shaped bowl. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I mean, th- there are ways to get around it, and and they may want to charge you an adult price, but if it's an adult price and it's something they'll eat, that's you know that's still okay. There's my, that's because fine. you're yeah, going to get your works. discount anyways, right? So I mean, some he, he's discovered some restaurants do not give him res- discount. Oh, really? Yeah. Not all, yeah, not all that. It was a little bit of a, I was telling Mike, but the biggest thing was it was a little bit of a culture shock coming out here because, you know, you get so used to Disneyland. Me in particular, I haven't been out here in seven years. And I'm so used to the way things work at Disneyland and how, how the system and all this. And I come out here making the same assumptions. It's, it's Disney. It's going to be the same thing. There are a lot of differences out here, especially where, where, when it comes to where for Where, for instance, did you not get... Um some love. Almost any uh, fast food restaurant. Now, the, there the, the, are a couple oh, of oh, exceptions. Now, my next question would be: Did you check in with anybody like Earl or Joseph to find out if some, you know, third world reject that they've hired for this season? knows what they're doing because i found that i stayed at the most expensive hotel on property and we had a third world reject who couldn't even speak to me had no clue what i was saying i needed some help with the uh laundry staff she had no clue security security still had no clue i have talked to managers i had i had one where i went we've, we've been using uh the uh as we bought certain things uh Ship it, ship it the, back uh, to your room service. 
Oh, I love yeah, ship it back to your room service. Yeah, that's, that's great. That really has been handy. Especially when I was telling you we did Splash Day where we don't win Splash Mountain, the Colorado River, and we're getting all wet. I wanted to get some of the pictures, and we were getting some other things. I didn't want to carry them with me while we were getting wet, so it was nice just to ship it back to the hotel. Goes, goes without saying. First, yeah. first, first night I went to go pick it up, I go into the shop here at the Yacht Club where I'm staying. Oh, no, you have to go over. There's nothing marked in there that says package pickup. So over at the beach club, there's a counter that says package pickup. And I talked to the cast member. They say, oh, no, you have to go over to the beach club to the pack package pickup counter over there. Okay. So you, okay. Now, I thought you said you were at the beach club. You're actually at the yacht side of the beach club. I'm actually at the yacht side. I had reservations at the beach club. Scheduling forced it, so they were kind enough to put me at the yacht club at the same price. Uh, yeah, so, why not? Anyway, so, so I have to, so, you know, and granted, it's one complex, but it is a rather large complex. And you, I have to hike over towards the beach club to their shop over there. And I get over to the counter and I go over and hand over my receipt. They can't find me anyway. They're looking all up and down. They're looking for me all over. The girl that's there can't understand this. And she passes it over to her manager, who happens to be there doing something with a register, checking out something. Manager said, "Oh, you're supposed to pick this up over at the yacht club." Well, I was just there, and they told me over there that everything comes over here, and I had to pick it up there. What? What did they say? Who said that? I don't remember who. And I gave a quick description. Ah, and she looks at the girl. Call so and so over. At, I think it was Joan. Call Joan and find out if the package is over there. Talk to Joan specifically. So I guess was the lead. A few phone calls. Find out. The person at the yacht club that sent me over there was a brand newbie that's training that had no clue and just sent me over there. So I had to go back. The manager was apologizing left and right to me that I had to go over there and pick it up. Wait, yacht club's considered no, a deluxe, right? Yes. Hmm? So, yes yeah, so I'm sorry, but I'm I'm staying at a deluxe resort. I'm not traipsing anywhere. <laughs> you, you're bringing my shit here. What? That, oh, that'll be my response. That'll be my response. Excuse me? This is a deluxe resort? I'm walking? Yeah. For, for a minute, I had an assumption that maybe because he his reservation originally was for one and they moved him to another, that they had things mixed up. But also, just in case you no. don't know this, in case you don't know this, Richard, what day are you leaving? I'm leaving on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Don't send anything by package pickup on Tuesday. Yeah, you won't. Tomorrow, tomorrow's the last day of package pickup because of, because it'll come in Tuesday. If I pick up anything Tuesday, it comes in on Wednesday, and we can't get right, it. Right, right. Yeah. And and depending on how late you do it at night, it may not be there until the you know a following day. So there, you know, there are yeah. a few things that you kind of got to learn and pick up and understand about it. But that and is kind of odd that they. You know, you know. Okay, a mistake here and there I can understand, but that's kind of a drag that they would send you. For a minute, I thought, well, why yeah. did they have it all that one, you know, plate? That didn't make sense. The resort right. is big enough that you know it's not like they're right next door. I mean, they're 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 a considerable well, walk away. I'm 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 looking at it here, and I was trying to put a good comparison for anyone that's never been to Florida that has been to do Disneyland, and I'm looking at Crescent Lake with. The Yacht and Beach Club on one side, the Boardwalk on the other side, and I would say that this complex, when you take the, the two hotel complexes, Boardwalk and Yacht and Beach Club, and the lake, all in consideration, this is about the size of the Disneyland Resort. Would you agree with that? The whole Disneyland Resort? 
the whole Disneyland Resort. Including DCA, Disneyland, and the hotels? And the hotels. When you take no, all of the yacht no, clubs, villas no. and everything, and all of the beach club and everything, would you say that you still think it's bigger than this? Well, you know, I could go to Google Earth and do a quick takeoff, but I'm not that in. Uh, that's okay. We, we don't do research on the show. We're not supposed to do that. But anyway, did you, did you try yeah. the, the beach or the sand bottom pool? Oh, that's great. That's I love cool. it. The kids love it. Uh, the kids really love it a lot. They um, went down the slide. Were they checking uh, wristbands? Pardon? Were they checking wristbands? No. No. When I was there, when I was there early in the day, they were checking wristbands because a lot of people try to, you know, from locals to other hotels, try to come use it. And when it gets extremely busy, it's you know, it's a bad thing. You know, I I got the distinct feeling we're not, you know, as busy as it is, it's not really in that peak Disney busy part right now. One, considering the discount I was able to get here, and. Um, you know, even on some of the attractions, uh, the longest wait I saw was today at Soaring. They had to go try Soaring out over here just to see what the difference. I didn't realize they actually, it works like they built an, a, an extra building onto the land pavilion. They did. To be able to put Soaring in. They did. You yeah, can see it. It's kind of bad. I just couldn't picture how it was working there. It's bad show from certain parts of Epcot. You can see it. It it doesn't really. It, it's not a good backdrop to Canada when you're standing over by, let's say, Italy or you know Norway, yeah. those kind of things. But yeah, yeah. So, um, but that was the longest line I've seen so far, and that was sixty-five, seventy minutes. So. Uh, you know, we've used FastPass a couple times. It's come in real, real handy, uh, especially today going to Epcot uh, for uh, Test Track and for Soren. Oh, and oh. yes, Greg, I will tell you right now, first thing we went on this morning, I went on Mission Space. A, a green team or what, what's it do, orange and green? We yeah. went to the orange team. We went on we, the orange team. Which is, is that the wussy one? Or, no, no, green is wussy. Orange is... Tough. And what did you think of it, Richard? It, uh, it was good. It was fun. Um, I don't, you know, as I explained earlier, I'm not a big thrill-like person. I've done the experience. I, I don't think I'd probably, I don't know if I'd ride it again myself. Uh, what about the rest of the family? What, were they were they bigger adventurers my, than you? My, my son went on the green team. No, no, I don't think any of my family would do well on that attraction. My son did, did do the green. Oh, wait, wait. So, so, great. so none of them but you did the orange? Right. Was that by choice, and or did you shoo them over there that, for their first time? That was by choice. That was their, by choice choice. Your, their choice or your choice? Their choice. Oh, okay. Their choice. And why did they choose that? Do they have some prior knowledge of what the attraction would be like? Yes. They, they knew exactly what the attraction uh, entailed with the uh, centrifuge and everything else like that. Uh, my wife does not do good on anything that goes round and round. Uh, Why well, I'm with her there, like a, a small thing like the teacups or that, like the one at Knots that used to just go in a circle, not a very big circle, you know, after a the while. Tahi- okay. The Turkish twist? Something like, something like that, but uh, on this one, I, I can't even tell it's spinning on, uh, quite frankly, on uh, Mission Space. I, I, I feel the, you know, the G-forces, there, you know, the spinning to me is negligible. Uh, well, that was but, the one thing I was telling Mike is 
I noticed the spinning right off the bat. I felt it. And, um, you know, just do what they tell you. Keep your head back against the rest. Uh, you keep it centered. You don't move your head around at all. You use your eyes to scan left and right with, and you don't close your eyes. But right from the get-go, I felt the spinning sensation, and it got me a little nauseous right at the beginning. As we got into the attraction, as we got into the storyline, blah, 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 that subsided because my concentration was now going more on the story. But I felt it right off the get-go when we started to spin. So weren't you pushing so, buttons and flipping things? Yeah, and, doing, doing, you know, take, following your instructions. Following my instructions, one of the people on the uh, on my team, one of the foreigners next to me, did not follow instructions. That was interesting to see what happens there. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing happened. That's, 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 the, that's the bad part of it. You could be in there by yourself and, yeah. wow, everything works. Even, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that. Um, did rock and roller coaster a couple days ago. Um, that was a blast. I was feeling like that's what Superstar Limo should have been. Excuse me? Yeah. Uh, rock and roller coaster. I had a blast on that. No, 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 no. Uh, no. Your, your like, statement that it, that's what, what, uh, that's what Superstar Limo should have been. When, when they were talking about Superstar Limo over at California Adventure, they should have put something like rock and roller coaster. Oh, okay. And that's they, the thing that we they got. should. Okay, I thought I thought you were changing your story about it was supposed to be the great movie ride, and then we got Superstar Limo instead. No, you're no, you're, no, no. But they put California Screaming in. So why, you know, that that was their big roller well, coaster. Be, because because uh, Superstar Limo, or excuse me, uh, rock and roller coaster had that uh, cartoonish, uh, over enhanced look of the. Southern California freeway system and going through LA, getting yeah. from you know point A to point B. Well, well that's Mulholland Drive. That, that's Mulholland Drive. Mulholland or whatever that dumb no, roller coaster. No. Should have no. that. That but, should have been rock. That's that's the equivalent of uh, what should have been. And, and, but, but, but anyways, yeah, that's a cool ride. It's a very that, cool that, ride. I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Did, did um, you expect to hit the loop right after you uh, took off? I think you mentioned it to me once before. Oh, so you were somewhat prepared um, for that. What, yeah, I didn't realize, I remember you mentioning a corkscrew. I didn't realize it was a full loop plus a couple of corkscrews. So, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, still had fun with it. I enjoyed that one a lot. Uh, Space Mountain, I hate to say it, did not like it at all. I'm hearing know. some mediocre things about the big rehab, which apparently they didn't replace the track. Um, yeah, so, I don't uh, know what it is, uh, if it's just showing its age or what. The first thing that I noticed, we, we, we took the people mover through. It's darker than it used to be. Uh, they well, darkened the, it with the little... That's, that's a good thing. It's always been pretty dark in there. Yeah, but I remember being in there, and you could see, you know, just like Space Mountain in California, you were able to see certain things there. It's darker now than it used to be. You used to have, what, what can you say, the projectors leaked light. So there was light that would shine up on certain areas there, here and there, and they, and they fixed it. So, yes, it's better for the effects, but it is darker. But, yeah, the other thing, I don't know if it's showing its age or what, but, man, it was one bumpy, bumpy Right, I felt like I got whiplash off that thing, and 
the my wife was really looking forward to it because she she does enjoy roller coasters. She enjoys Space Mountain, and she enjoyed the one she enjoyed Space Mountain out here. The last you know time we came out here, we did the uh, child switch and everything. Uh, she still enjoys going on Space Mountain over in California. We went on it. Both of us uh, had bad headaches, a little bit of motion sickness off of this one. Uh, just was not a good experience. So I don't know what the story is on that. Maybe it was just we were having a bad day. Uh, or you, you got to really dig the new seating arrangement, though, because you don't have to you know, cram in with somebody else. Yeah, but when it's, when it's with your... Well, it's with your uh, uh, girlfriend and whatnot. That was kind of fun. Well, so. yeah, yeah, I don't know. Wait, there's a there's a point where you know it becomes collateral damage. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, it, I I like the new setup, and supposedly that's the setup that the uh, um, Matterhorn is supposed to get sometime soon. But yeah, I heard, I heard something about Matterhorn is supposed to be getting something new, and yeah, that makes a lot of sense. There was very similar to what the uh, setup for Splash Mountain in California. Yeah, when they went to single seats on there, just, just that one bench seat. Yeah, we'll cut down the capacity some, but um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to, to hear from some of the locals if they think it's darker, if it's seven years of memory. I mean, I I knew what it was like after 19 years. I thought, well, what was this like this, or is it just memory, you know, failing me? Because I always remember uh, Space Mountain there being fairly dark. Um, uh, but you know who knows. So you're having a good time out yeah. there. Huh? What? what uh, oh yeah, having a blast. Really good. What do you have on tap for tomorrow? Um, tomorrow, uh, we we've done all the major things that we wanted to do. Uh, you know, today was our believe it or not, we've been here for all these days. Today was our first day in Epcot, so that we didn't just cut through. We you know our first quote unquote first time. We just walked through Epcot real quick. Uh, we were taking the monorail back to the hotel here and walking over to the International Gateway where the hotel was at. And, hey, look, it, that spaceship there. This is, oh, got to tell you, Spaceship Earth looks really good with no stupid hand on wand around it. <laughs> so have you not oh, done a lot of, have you not done a lot of park hopping? No, uh, not so much during the day. We've kind of hit one park and we've kind of stuck with a park. The only time where we did any real park hopping, so to speak, was when we uh, did uh, wet day, where we were specifically got into, uh, you know, I wasn't wearing my tennis shoes. No, everybody was no sock, was you know, surfer socks, and prepared to get wet because we went on splash, went on the Collie River, did I, this, did that. I, I gotta so say, I've never quickly. really heard of somebody doing wet day where they just do everything wet. That's, that's an, an interesting concept. I haven't really thought of doing it that way. Well, nobody wanted to walk around with wet shoes if we could help it. You know, the other thing was we figured, okay, we're going to have some rain and we're going to get wet anyway, so who cares? We're gonna, we haven't hit the rain yet. So it just kind of lent itself to, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And we did some park hopping between uh, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. But tomorrow we're going to probably do a little bit more park hopping. Um, uh, got some holes to fill over at Epcot that we want to do. Uh, now, are you relying on Disney transportation, or are you using your vehicle? Uh, Disney transportation. We only had the rental for one day. Oh, okay. And are you so experiencing any great 
weights or inconveniences on the Disney transportation? Not so much. Um, not totally unexpected. Uh, you know, it, when you're standing there and you're waiting uh, 15, 20 minutes, uh, it gets frustrating when you're standing around. You know, you're just sort of twiddling your thumbs. There's nothing to entertain you, and there's certainly nothing to entertain the kids. But they tell you from the get-go that the buses, unless it's opening or closing, during the middle of the day, the buses are 20 to 30 minutes apart. So you go out there with with the understanding that, okay, you're going to have to wait here. I think the longest we waited was on the initial day, the first day we were going out uh, to the Magic Kingdom uh, for the bus, because we didn't get the quickest start on the day, so we're already past the opening point. And, uh, not, not a surprise there. Well, we got, I was telling Mike, we ended up getting into Orlando at 10 o'clock. We got into our hotel a little after 11. Uh, we didn't get things settled down until about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. So it was a day that, yeah, we're just going to sleep into whatever. And did you, did you magical that. express it? Yes, we did. And did you carry uh, your own, did you carry your own luggage? Yes, we did. Yeah, that's they got, the bad thing is they uh, got there too late. Got, they got there yeah, too late. Yeah, too, too late. Actually, you know, it's I've I've had good luck doing both, uh, taking my own luggage and letting them do it. But I usually come in early in the morning, so it's not a big deal. Um, yeah, but you no, know, it wasn't. It wasn't so much a big deal on this one because we really only have two big pieces of luggage that we had to go collect off the plane. <laughs> we were able to manage that was one thing we were able to manage it down to two very large pieces but only the two pieces of checked on the rest of them was carried they can't, on they can't be too large or you, you would have been charged for weight yeah they were within the limits but I think the limit is like 60 65 pounds yeah, 50 pounds that's an awful, no 50 pounds were, well when I looked it up on AA I thought it was 60 pounds I think it's 60 pounds oh you, you went American Airlines yeah uh, I know it was 40 pounds uh, carry-on, which we were nowhere near on carry-on. But, you know, I've, I've never seen them check weight on a carry-on. It just has to fit in that little uh, thing. As long as it fits the whole thing, thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it, uh, it was Delta. I know we, we were hit with 50. Interestingly enough, um, and I've talked to a few different airline people, it's supposed to be per per pack or per luggage, but when we came back from... Pennsylvania, one of them was overweight and a couple of them were underweight. And the guy's like, ah, they average out. Yeah, good for you. He, he yeah. But some of them are very sticky, you know, uh, the, each, and you're like moving stuff around or putting stuff in backpack. It's it's, it's such a freaking hassle for. All right. So, Richard, what, what well, time what time are you supposed to. I tell you, we, 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 took off, we took off out of Palm Springs Airport. What? Yeah. See, it, you're going to have to listen to get this because I'm not having them explain all this again. <laughs> Just not worth listening to it again, okay? But anyway, you know my, you know my, my feelings about TSA and everything. Palm Springs had some of the nicest TSA officers, most helpful TSA officers I have ever met in my life. Were they were they, they geriatrics? Were um, a couple of them were, no, I, you know, they were in their 50s and 60s, a couple of them. The rest of them were, you know, the typical I would 30s and that, 40s type. 
fifties and sixties, I would consider somewhat geriatric. But uh, yeah. but you know, I will say there was definitely nobody underneath the age of thirty. That, you know, there's no twenty year old stock. You have twenty five year old. There's not too many people there. under that age out there. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but we're talking TSA too. But the well, uh, they can only they hire very, they can only hire what they can get in their area. I mean, people aren't driving from LA yeah, to go to Palm Springs to be you know uh, spandex, was, they, spandex they were, TSA. They were very helpful, very friendly at the airport. It was a, that was a great experience going. Through, okay, uh, sounds like Mike doesn't want to hear any more about. No, the, no, I, I, anyway. I've already heard it once. Um, and so the people who will ultimately listen to this show. Um, yeah, no, I noticed you didn't do live. That was the other thing I was checking for live show. And it, it, it was coming out like chipmunks, and I didn't want to flop around with it too long while we were burning the time on the East Coast, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah don't. It's already one fifteen, and I'm just wondering what time he's going to have to get up to hit the parks anyway. So It doesn't sound like too uh. Uh, beginning I've, tra- I've traveled a.m. with him. I've never had him actually be on time for a park opening, so that's just, you know, I'm not expecting him to make it to park okay. opening, no matter what time he gets back to the hotel. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Well, all right, so, you know, getting a couple more questions for him, Greg, before, you know, we close it down, so, you know, we don't... No, uh, no, it's probably better to get the, you know, the wrap up when he comes back and he can actually hear when we're talking to him. Sometimes he can't hear when we're trying yes, to ask questions. I know. So. All right then. Yeah, there's there's a, there's that little like on that, but that's fine. All right, then let's let's uh let's call it here and uh you know when you come back and we can actually schedule a time you can give us the wrap up of your last All couple right, days. I'll, I'll be back I'll be back Wednesday. Um Already have fairly full schedule that weekend um, between son's birthday and uh, I got some commitments I have with the uh, Orange County Fair and the uh, Boy Scouts. So, uh, but yeah, we can get back into a regular schedule again the following week. That'd be great. All right. All right then. I'm gonna say good night and you have fun and you know safe journey home. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Right, we could probably do a show from the uh, East Coast and West Coast together without with, with one of us being out here. Yeah, that'll be cool. So, good night. Good night, then. <laughs> See ya. Or good morning, whichever the case may be. <laughs>